This is Mouth Media Network. Amplify and connect. Welcome to Hashtag Moms Got This. Get your mom life fix four days a week. I'm Michelle Park. And I'm Sophie Elgort. And together, we chatted up with a new boss mom each week about her journey and why she's got this. Yeah, we Happy Monday. Happy Monday. How was your weekend, Sophie? Oh, it was good. It was, you know, a weekend is, is now quite busy. Yeah. Like, it's no longer a, a rest. It's not like you sleep until noon and then watch Netflix. No. I get to Mondays and I'm like, whoo, thank God. <laughs> I'm getting a break. Well, no, I feel that way too because you're with your kids all day on the weekends. Yeah. It's a lot. It is. But it's good. No, no, it's great. It's just, um, it's hard. <laughs> it is hard. On Mondays, we speak about our mom journeys. I always have a story after a weekend because it's like nonstop. Um, okay, let me think. I went shopping at Whole Foods. I like to bring my daughter to Whole Foods to go grocery shopping with I think me. That's really fun because they get to see all the different things. She sees all the things, and she's now at the age, she's 13 months, and she is greeting everybody, every oh, single best. person. So it's like, it's actually funny because I think she sort of catches some people off guard because, you know, in New York, nobody talks to nobody each other. Nobody talks to each other. Like, you'll literally be in the elevator with your neighbor who you've known for five years and you they don't even say hello. Yeah. So now she's in there and she's like, hi. Oh. Hi. And she's hi. so cute. And everyone's like, hey. hey. You know, it's, it's, I think it's really fun. So anyway, going through Whole Foods, she's greeting oh, baby everyone. Baby Stella disarming New Yorkers yeah, one by was, one. I'm like making way more friends, I think. Oh, yeah. I'm not trying to say hi to everyone. I'm I'm born and raised in New York City. Yeah. I'm like. You're like, I don't and need to talk to you. Now I have. Now I'm like. Hi. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, she's she's making me a friendlier person. Oh, so that's my uh, my story for today. Speaking of being friendlier and kinder to human beings, yes. in the studio today with us we have Janine Torito. She is the co-founder of a nonprofit called Take the Cake. And they're really committed to this idea that every child deserves a special birthday party, even the ones who can't afford it. Thanks, Janine, for coming in. Thanks I for inviting that. me. Did I capture that correctly? You did. All right. Yeah. I think that's kind of the premise of the whole thing is that having a birthday party should be um, something everyone's entitled to when they're a kid. I, I completely I don't know about adults, that. but for kids anyway. <laughs> How long ago did you start that? Um, it's been five years. Congratulations. Thank yes. you. What, what brought it about? I was thinking a lot about the things that we take for granted as, of course, you're going to have a birthday party for your child. Of course, you're going to have one when you're a child. But it's not a, something to take for granted for everybody. It's a priv It's a really a privilege. Yeah. And I kind of think that, you know, you could look at the world and think about what are all the things wrong and how can I help? Or you can look at it as, what do I like to do and what am I good at and how can I make that something helpful for the world? Mm -hmm. So I think that was kind of my maybe backwards yeah. um, way of getting into it. The, um, I know how much time and work and money birthday parties take and they're important to me for my own kids. And I wanted to share that with more kids and families. How old are your kids and how many do you have? We have a blended family of six kids. That's a lot of kids. Yes. And they're all pretty big. They're uh, 14, 17, 18, 20, 21, 22. Wow. wow. Yeah. You guys are, have 
that's an exciting group. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I'm not pushing around anybody at Whole Foods anymore. <laughs> They're, but they drive me to Whole Foods. There's that's a whole nice. other set of, of things to think about, worry about, enjoy. Were they at all the kind of inspiration for your nonprofit? Definitely. Definitely. I mean, just partly because I enjoyed giving them birthday parties, but there was a period of time where uh, my current husband was a single dad of four kids wow. and birthday parties were not at the top of his agenda. Um, and so when they came to me and, and as their stepmom, I just jumped in and kind of fussed over them, especially because they had missed out on some of that. Yeah. I think they were definitely the inspiration. And now I think, you know, it wasn't one of my aims, but one of the great pleasures of Take the Cake is that my kids help. Yeah. So last week we had a slime party and my 14-year-old loves slime and she was <laughs> so excited to go in. And it was just wonderful to watch her be the teacher and yeah. walk people through how to make slime. So you did start this nonprofit when you were dealing with children that were younger than yes. they are now. Yes. Um, nine was your youngest yeah. was nine. Good Sophie's math. Good math yeah. Um, <laughs> how, like, what was that like? Was it hard to do? To juggle I everything? was kind of newly a stay-at-home mom because when uh, my husband and I married and we combined our families, I chose to stay home for a while to just make sure everybody had what they needed and consistency in the house. How long ago was that? That was um, eight years ago. Mm. Yeah. Um, and before that, I was doing a lot of other stuff around outside the house. And What were you doing before? I was a teacher oh, for 14 years. Wow mostly high school, but also some middle school. Um, and then I did professional development for teachers, uh, writing in the social studies, and that required a lot of traveling. That would have been especially hard having all the kids in the mm -hmm. house. Um, but I, I did love it. And I did it with a um, former teaching partner of mine, who's a good friend. So that was wonderful. Um, so being a stay at home mom, you're very busy. Yes, but <laughs> especially off, with, with six kids. Yes. <laughs> and at that point, it was a lot of driving. Oh, I bet. Everybody had, my calendar was like color-coded. I mean, I think I still have pictures of it. It was just insane. Yeah. Um, but it's, it was not necessarily the kind of busy that energizes you. Right, you're just driving around. Yeah, it can shuttling. really deplete you. It can be really uh, mind-numbing sometimes. And there's joy in there also. But I think I was just searching for something else that was just for me um, and outside the family. I think that's actually a very common theme for new moms. Like you, you have to find a space for yourself. Because if you're just focused on the kid, you kind of lose a little piece of who you, you used to be a person before you had the kids. You still have to keep that person alive. I think that's really hard to balance. It's great that you were able to find that. Yeah, and I th I do think that there's there are certain types of busy that drain you and there's certain yes. types of busy that energize you. I totally agree. And I, I was looking for the latter. Yeah. And you're, what you're doing with it is doing good. So that's yeah. even better. Even more energy yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. exactly. If you think it's hard to run a not-for-profit organization, try running a household with six kids. Coming up, you'll hear from Janine about how she did it. We want to hear from you about who you think might be a great guest on the show. 
And also, if you have any questions for the guest, head to our Instagram at Moms Got This Show and leave us a comment. And maybe we'll ask those questions in our episodes. So then you'll have to listen to all our episodes as well. So make sure to subscribe. Do that too. Download. All of them. <laughs> Hashtag Moms Got This is a production of Mouth Media Network. Reach out and follow us on social media at Moms Got This Show. And me, Michelle, at Mish Plus Two. Or me, Stacy at Stacy Eagle. Check out our website, momsgotthisshow.com. So Janine, you have six kids at home and then you were also starting a new nonprofit organization. How did you manage everything and also the shift from spending, you know, just having spent three years at home, sort of getting the household together with new blended family and then go from that to running this organization at the same time? And starting it. And starting it, which is the hardest part. Yeah, I think so. Also. Well, most importantly, I mean, I had the idea for a while, but it didn't actually happen until I reached out to a friend to partner with me on it. Yeah. Um, and her name is Laura Himmeline, and she is also a an event designer. Cool. So she brought a lot to the table in terms of skills, but also her passion for celebrating. And we both had very similar memories of our own moms celebrating us when we were kids. And she just got it right away. And that made it happen. I knew I couldn't do that by myself. Even if I could, it wouldn't be as fun and interesting as having a partner. I think most things are better with a partner. And how did you manage to juggle that with the schedules of your six children? (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sometimes better than others. Um, I think one of the good and challenging things about Take the Cake is that a lot of the work happens on the weekends. Mm -hmm. So my husband would be home. The kids were a little freer in terms of their schedules. And that made it a lot easier. So having supportive family members helps. It did. The the challenging part is giving up um, some weekend time. Right. Mm -hmm. But it was also really fun. But you mentioned that some of your kids became part of it too and sort yes. of became something that you worked on together. Yes. It's definitely become sort of a family family business, family nonprofit. I love that. <laughs> yeah. Do you feel like it's um, it's been a good way to kind of teach them to give back? Yes, I do. And I find talking to my own children but also other children at different events and when they hear about what we do, there's this kind of mystified look on their face like there's people who don't have birthday parties like it had just really never dawned on them mm-hmm. and to just plant that seed in their mind is i think really it's an important lesson in our own privilege in being uh, grateful for what we have and being empathetic with people who don't have and just aware that there are people who don't have um so i think nobody in my household can forget that there's always kids that I'm working with who have a lot less than they do. And it's not always a financial situation. Sometimes um, the families are struggling with a crisis, like a death in the family. Um, Just, yeah, there's really heartbreaking stories. And a birthday party is not going to fix anybody's life traumas. Um, But it is a day to... Just celebrate and enjoy and, and, and the joy back. is maybe, yeah, normalcy and joy are important also. 
So other than your kids, like sometimes coming and helping be part of the actual parties, have you involved them in the organization in any other way as well or? Yes. Um, my daughter's helped a little bit with some of the database stuff that's, <laughs> you know, I entered this because of my passion about helping kids and having birthday parties, but having a nonprofit also includes managing money, fundraising, keeping a database, communicating social media, a lot of things that I really had no experience in at all and aren't necessarily my favorite things, although I've learned that almost everyone in nonprofit says that fundraising is not their favorite thing. I think I always had this fantasy that somebody out there really loved it. Um, (laughs) But um, so anyway, my daughter's help with database and data entry. Um, my son has done a lot of driving and picking up balloons and bringing them to the parties, like yeah. filling our SUV with, <laughs> with a lot of balloons. Um, they've put together goodie bags at home and they have helped with the planning. Like, for instance, the slime party. I really didn't know, like, well, how much time would this take? What are the supplies yeah. that we need? How much instruction will they need right. to have? Well, how messy is it? All of that. And she she was a good resource. And I imagine giving their ages, maybe they're good at the social media part. Yeah. So <laughs> far, nobody's jumped at that you opportunity. should get, get on but that. I because, know. I mean, I'm yes. like, these sound like the perfect ages to know about social media. Yeah. 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 It's a good idea. I'll work on that. Be like, you want a summer internship? <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you college credit. Yeah, that's college right. credit. Exactly. For take the cake social media. Yeah. I actually love that. <laughs> I know. Every week on the show, we ask our guests to share a mom's got this moment. Do you have one to, to tell us about? I think I can think of moments even, you know, sometime this week even where it's like I feel like I really have got this you know I um, I'm in school right now I'm getting my master's in social work so I'm juggling that as well and sometimes like I've got dinner all prepped and the kid and all these really great instructions and the kids heat everything up and they know what to do and um, and I feel really proud and that's wonderful but those moments disappear as quickly as they come. (laughs) Um, And it's often, I think, when I look at other moms, it always seems like they've got this. And um, so I think it's something I'm still working on, but I've learned a lot about is that you have to cherish those moments where you do feel like you've got this and also recognize that everybody out there is struggling because you can't have it all, all the time. Something Something has to give. Something has to give. Um, but I have to say my my happiest mom moments now are watching the kids interacting with each other and just being like on the sidelines. What the the kids at Christmas time, they've started this tradition where they make a big um gingerbread village. <laughs> well, when you have six kids, it's not one house. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> and they, I don't know how they started it. It had nothing to do with me or my husband. And they buy all the supplies and they've got it all laid out. And they all bring their own quirkiness to whatever they're creating. And I just, I love watching that. Yeah. I could watch it forever. That's the great thing about yeah. having a big family, I think. Yeah. Well, thank you, Janine, for coming on today. We'll be back tomorrow, everybody, to talk about routines and relationships in Janine's life. I'm sure the routines must be very complicated. So I know. Can't and I can't wait to, wait to hear more about the relationships of uh, all the, yeah, the like big the, family. Yeah, and the blending, yeah. 
All right, see you guys tomorrow. Make sure to subscribe and show us some love on iTunes, Google Play, and wherever the best podcasts are found. Our fantastic theme music was created just for us by Lily Lane and Joe Pasco. This show can only be reproduced or published with express written permission of Mouth Media Network. We are so looking forward to spending time with you guys again. Thank you so much for listening. And remember, Mom's got this. This is Mouth Media Network. Amplify and connect.